Lecture topic Muharram and the lessons of Shadat. Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihim ladhin astafa Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha wa abtaghu ilayhi alwasilata wa jahidu fi sabilihi la'allakum tuflihun Sadaqallahul azim Most respected students of deen, mothers and sisters We touched very briefly last week on the importance of the occasion that is in front of us in few days time the 10th of Muharram and the importance of the month of Muharram itself so mashallah these virtues we have already discussed and that the 10th of Muharram the fast of that one day compensates for all the minor sins of the past year and the fast of the month of Muharram equivalent to the fast of one year so that's a separate reward and separate virtue and then also there's the virtue on the 10th of Muharram which is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif Man wassa'a ala iyalihi yawma ashura wassa'a allahu alayhi sanata kullaha that the person who is generous upon his family on the 10th of Muharram then Allah Ta'ala will be generous upon him for the rest of the year so this doesn't mean that now one has to go and start buying gifts for people and so on the generosity refers to that on the meal of that day person spends a little more than the norm what is the general standard person tries but then his means obviously it's totally uh, not in order for a person to be involved in involving himself in debts in order to spend more on his family on this occasion whatever is within a person's means according to that he spends a bit more on this occasion that's the generosity and the reward of that is Allah Ta'ala's generosity will shower down upon him throughout the year and it's not confined to only material issues but in every aspect <coughs> so these are the virtues of the 10th of Muharram the virtues of Ashura there's another separate discussion in this regard that many people associate the virtue of the 10th of Muharram to the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala the famously known incident of Karbala so on the one hand the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussain any person who hears about it, reads about it knows the details about it it will definitely move the person, it will be very heart rending after all he was the beloved grandson of Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam, and the, one of the leaders of the youth of Jannah so such a great personality and he was very 
mercilessly martyred so on that note any mu'min will be moved by whatever transpired at that time the history of it will move any person but what the important point nevertheless to note is that his martyrdom happened approximately 50 years after Nabi Karim left this dunya and the virtue of the 10th of Muharram Nabi Karim himself highlighted this so the 10th of Muharram the virtue is not because of the martyrdom it is meaning observed not because of the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussain rather it is because of the virtues that Nabi Salaam mentioned but this was a further great virtue for him that on the one side he received shahadat Allah Ta'ala blessed him with the high rank of a shaheed but on top of that that happened on the very auspicious occasion of the 10th of Muharram so like we say somebody became shaheed but it was also the day of Jumu'ah so this adds to his virtue and adds to his uh, great bounty and then if that Jumu'ah was also in the month of Ramadan say subhanallah this person got Ramadan and it was a Jumu'ah and on top of that he got shaheed in this past uh, Ramadan it was the last day of Ramadan and a friend of ours he became shaheed it was a day of Jumu'ah and it was Ramadan so now subhanallah it was such a uh, combination of great uh, bounties that came upon him Allah blessed him with Ramadan blessed him with Jumu'ah and then he went as a shaheed so now that became a great thing for him so likewise here this became a great thing for Sayyidina Hussain that he left as a shaheed on the 10th of Muharram so that is something which on the one side his martyrdom it still will bleed the heart of a mu'min but at the same time there is another angle at which we will have to look at this as far as observing martyrdoms is concerned then the 10th of Muharram was a very very great occasion on which Sayyidina Hussain was martyred but the first of Muharram has just passed us some few days ago and on the first of Muharram was also a very major incident that took place and that was the martyrdom of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab and his martyrdom also was something that was very heartrending something a person hears about it, reads about it moves him very deeply <coughs> just to discuss this in a very very short manner Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab was performing the Salah the Fajr Salah in the Masjid of Nabi Kareem can we imagine somebody who is on the Musalla of Nabi Kareem in the Masjid of Rasulullah as the Imam and that personality who Nabi Kareem gave him the glad tidings of Jannah while he walked on this earth and so many virtues have been mentioned of Umar now this personality is performing the Fajr Salah and one fire worshipper Abu Lu'lu Majusi he had disguised himself as a Muslim and now in Fajr it is dark there was not the kind of lighting that we have nowadays 
So he came away to the masjid, nobody took any notice, he joined the saf, and while Hazrat Umar is performing the salah, he then suddenly ran out of the saf, because he was standing close by, and he had a dagger with him, and he went and stabbed Sayyidina Umar several times. And as a result, Hazrat Umar fell to the floor while performing salah, he fell to the floor, Many Sahaba didn't know exactly what happened because it was dark and they didn't realize what happened. All they knew is that Hazrat Umar suddenly has stopped reciting. He was reciting Quran Sharif in Salah and they just didn't uh, hear him reciting anymore. Those who were immediately behind him, they saw what happened. Hazrat Abdurrahman bin Awf he went ahead and he completed the Salah. Others carried Hazrat Umar home and he was wounded very deeply, there was a wound on his stomach which was very deep as well. Somebody brought a cup of milk to give him to drink. He drank the milk but it all oozed out of the stomach wound, the wound that was so deep in his stomach, it all oozed out of there. And immediately it was clear that he is not going to survive this and he passed away then on the first of Muharram out of the, as a result of this wound he was a day or two days in this condition and then he passed away as a result of this wound and the wounds that were sustained in this attack and he became a shaheed in this manner on the first of Muharram now the first of Muharram has just passed us how many people are aware of the martyrdom of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab and that he was martyred on the first of Muharram and that too in such a gruesome manner and that too on, on the musalla of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in the masjid of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So all these are the details, some of the details in fact. But how many of us were familiar with this? How many of us knew about it? How come we didn't know about it? How come we only know about one martyrdom? Indeed, that martyrdom also is something that pains us, in the, especially in the manner that it happened, etc. But likewise, there is this martyrdom. And apart from this, there are many other martyrdoms as well. There is the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu ta'ala He was martyred in Uhud. And after he was martyred, his body was split open, cut open. His liver was taken out to be chewed. And his body was mutilated. Nabi Karim Sassam was very deeply moved at this situation what he observed after the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hamza he gave him the title of Sayyidu Shuhada that he is the leader of all the Shuhada and Nabi Sallallahu was very very moved by this and later on when the person who was responsible for his martyrdom when he accepted Islam Hazrat Bahashi Nabi Sallallahu said to him it's better if you don't come directly in front of my gaze because it's going to just freshen the wound of the loss of my uncle Sayyidina Hamza and that might open the wound of grief but that won't be good for you meaning for Sayyidina Wahshi that you have become a source of grief for the Nabi of Allah so therefore for your benefit stay out of my gaze directly so that you don't get deprived that too was for his benefit 
So this too was for his benefit, not for Nabi Sallallahu personal benefit. So in any case, <coughs> Nabi Sallallahu this was the extent to which he was moved by the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hamza an. He titled him as Sayyidu Shuhada. But many, many people are not familiar, are not aware of this incident that happened in the annals of Islamic history. They know maybe a little bit of it, not the details. So the thing is, what is the very big lesson in all this? That on the one hand, those who gain shahadat, this is a very, very great position in the court of Allah Ta'ala. And in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ بَلْ أَحْيَاءُوا وَلَكِنْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ Don't even declare and regard those who become shaheed in the path of Allah Ta'ala as dead. No, they are alive. It's not exactly the life that we understand in dunya, but they are alive. They have a very special life. Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with a special life and Allah says they are ahya, they are alive. And they are given risk from their rabs. So all the shuhada have this very great rank, but among them then there are those who are even of a higher rank, some of a even higher rank, some of a lesser rank. So the point is that on the one hand the shuhada, Allah blesses them with a very high rank. But the other part of it is that we have not been taught in deen to mourn anybody except that if somebody has passed away who is a very close person, family member, somebody very close and near and dear, so then the mourning period that is allowed in Sharia is three days. Somebody has lost a very close family member, etc. Three days. The only exception is in the case of a woman who has lost her husband, that the mourning period is four months and ten days. Other than that, observing martyrdoms, observing somebody's passing away that every year now, or forty days later, or one year later, etc., setting aside a day and observing the passing away of somebody, commemorating as they say, that is not anywhere found in deen. And as a result, we find that the Sahaba Kiram, they didn't set aside any day to observe the martyrdoms of people. In the time of Nabi Kareem Wasallam, Sayyidina Hamza Radirano was martyred as we discussed. The incident of Bire Ma'una, 70 Sahaba, very very special Sahaba, Qurra, the ulama among the Sahaba, were very mercilessly martyred, they were waylaid, they were deceived by some people who said, no, no, we want to take them to come and teach us deen, but whereas they betrayed them and they martyred all of them, 70 of them, Nabi Sallallahu was very, very moved by this. And for one month, he recited the Qunut and Nazila in his Salah, in the Fajr Salah, and he invoked the curse of Allah Ta'ala upon these people who betrayed the Sahaba and martyred them in this merciless manner. But after that, Nabi Sallallahu did not commemorate this every year. The years came and went, but this was not observed again. The thing is, that if the martyrs are commemorated, remembered, observed, and a day is set aside to observe the martyrdom of this personality, that personality, that personality, the reality is that almost every day of the year would have to be set aside as a day to observe somebody's martyrdom, because the books of, the, the pages of Islamic history are filled with the incidents of the martyrs. Almost every day, somebody or the other on that day in the past, meaning some day of the calendar, would have been a day when somebody got martyred.
the entire garden of Islam has been watered with the blood of the martyrs of Deen who were being martyred for the sake of their Iman they were persecuted, mercilessly martyred for the sake of their Iman and they gave their lives so on the one, the one lesson is this that this is not part of Deen, part of Iman, part of our way of life part of the teachings of Nabi Kareem Wasallam to observe martyrdoms this is something that has come from the people who have no, no link to Deen, no link to the Sunnah the Shia, they are at the forefront of this they wail and mourn and carry on every year one just on the side uh, once one Arab person was in Pakistan and he was out there in Jamaat in the path of Allah Ta'ala so he was out in Pakistan and it happened to be the 10th of Muharram now he had never seen this kind of thing happen before in his life he in his country now in Pakistan the Shia they go out of their they lose all as they say lose it really and they now have these uh, uh, marches and brigades and what not things that have no link to deen nothing at all in fact sometimes people see these things they don't know whether it's some, some Hindus going out who's this what's going on because all these things have nothing to do with deen uh, any case so he saw this and he's seeing these people crying and wailing so he asked somebody, one local person, what's happening here, why are these people crying so much so he replied and said, no they are crying over the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussain so he looked very astonished, he said they only came to know about he got martyred now today he got martyred so many centuries ago, they only got to know today they're crying so much today only but it's all just crocodile tears after that one uh, period of maybe one hour or two hours or however long they'll sit and cry and wail and mourn and then after that the program is over now they'll dust their hands and they'll uh, be laughing and joking and eating and merry making so now just all just one big uh, merry making story the point is that this got nothing to do with deen this is something that the enemies of deen have invented yes we take the lessons from the lives, lives of the martyrs we hold that very dear to ourselves and we remember them by implementing their lesson in our lives yes we should be familiar with these incidents not by observing one day in the year we should read about it we should know what happened learn the details about it educate ourselves in this regard but the primary lesson to take from all this is that what zeal they had for deen how they were ready to sacrifice for deen even give their lives for, for deen for the sake of Allah Ta'ala so what are we ready for? are we ready to sacrifice our sleep at the time of Fajr for example they were ready to give their lives for deen are we ready to give our sleep up at the time of Fajr are we ready to give our haram entertainment up for deen for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure are we pre- prepared to sacrifice put the, allow our desires to be slaughtered but don't slaughter the command of Allah Ta'ala now that's the lesson to take they were ready to give their lives but unfortunately we're not ready to even give just our haram desires up so that's a very very tragic thing now this is the lesson that we should take from the martyrdoms in general and it's not something specific with the 10th of Muharram obviously when the 10th of Muharram will come a person who is familiar with the history 
And who knows that this very major incident took place on the 10th of Muharram, this very great personality of Islam, the grandson of Nabi Karim Wasallam, was martyred on the 10th of Muharram, so that too will come to mind, he'll remember it. And if he has true love for the Sahaba Ikram in general, then on the 1st of Muharram too it will come to mind that the Sahaba, that, that Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab was martyred on the 1st of Muharram and likewise he will come to mind he will make dua for them he will make some isal sawab for them besides some Quran Sharif for all the Murhumin but in particular now those Sahaba, so the 10th of Muharram he will make isal sawab for Sayyidina Hussein as well because he will come to mind naturally if he knows the history the first of Muharram, he'll make some dua, Isale Sawab for Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala. Likewise, the other incidents that took place, but the point again is that there's no mourning in Deen, besides what was mentioned earlier, but that too has its specific uh, limits and boundaries. How is that mourning? What is meant by mourning in Islam? That is a different topic altogether, but within those limits that Sharia has allowed, that is the only thing that within three days and in the case of a wife who lost her husband four months and ten days otherwise nothing yes we take their lessons we take the spirit and zeal for deen we try to bring in our lives that same enthusiasm but other than that we stick to what has been taught to us in deen so now the tenth of Muharram the tenth of Muharram the virtues are what we have already discussed one very great virtue is the virtue of fasting on the 10th of Muharram then the other very great lesson in this is the aspect about the generosity the one who is generous upon his family on Ashura Allah be generous upon him <coughs> apart from that the lesson that we discussed last week the what Nabi Salaam taught us fast on the 9th and 10th or 10th and 11th this was in order to oppose the way of the Yahud, not to resemble them in any way. Now that's a very big lesson. Are we going to take this lesson to heart? That's a question we have to ask ourselves. Yes, we have to take it to heart. And in all aspects of life, we should not be resembling things that are coming from them as a way of life, as something that is a, a lifestyle. Their lifestyle should not be what we adopt. How they go about living their lives in terms of how they dress, how they behave, how they have their weddings, how they have their occasions and functions, how they conduct themselves. If it's a holiday now, their holiday, how they lose their mind and all morality, how they've lost the good values and they have no sense of haya, etc. Now, this is the aspect that we have to now take this lesson from the 10th of Muharram that our way of life is very distinct our, the appearance of a mu'min, of a mu'mina their lifestyle, their way this is very distinct and this is what we have to maintain at all times, maintain our identity that identity is very important so now this is the lesson that we have to take as well on the 10th of Muharram we try to fast, then we fast on two days inshallah, either the 9th and 10th or the 10th and 11th, in this way inshallah we'll get the very great virtues and we will also be acting on this uh, teaching of Nabi Kareem wasallam to oppose the Yahud inshallah this will become a means of becoming conscious about whatever else we are doing in life, that we should not be following the ways of the Yahud and Nasara 
So this is our lesson, this is what we have to practice on, this is what we should pass on, this is a lesson we should take back home, and we should discuss these matters with others, we should not get carried away with what we might see around happening, people jumping around, doing all kinds of funny things, we should not get caught up in those kind of things. Our method and manner of life is what Nabi Karim Sassam taught us. We stick to that inshallah. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Allah ta'ala bless us to stay firm on deen and to practice on the Mubarak teachings of Nabi Karim Sallallahu to stay far away from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara. This is our the purpose of us coming to Madrasa to learn to learn how to become true ummatis of Nabi Karim Sallallahu It is not just something academic. We are here in Madrasa. We are studying a lot of kitabs. Well, we have learned a lot of things. We can uh, give a whole talk on the things we have learned. We can quote a lot of quotations maybe. Many other things we can do. The question we have to ask ourselves is that has the essence of ilm come in our life? Now this is ilm about the 10th of Muharram. There's a lot of mm, facts and a lot of knowledge about the 10th of Muharram that we had from before which we revised now. But now what is the essence of this? That this must become, it must have an impact on our lives. So now, regarding Ashura, Nabi Karim Salaam said, Sumu Ashura, wa khaliful Yahud, fast on the day of Ashura, but oppose the way of the Yahud. Now this is the ilm that we have to take to heart. And that opposition to the Yahud in our day-to-day life, that must become apparent. But on the one side we fasting, but we at the same time holding very close to our hearts their way of life, in terms of their dressing for example. We say, I'll fast on Ashura, but I'll still dress like the Yahud and Nasara. And maybe just cover it up with the Abaya, but, but the inside dressing is going to be theirs, because that's close to the heart. So now, that we haven't taken the lesson then. Then the purpose of the Ilm hasn't come. Ilm is about making, molding our lives in that direction, according to that ilm. So now we need to take the courage and make the call and invite others towards this as well and speak to our parents, speak to people at home, encourage it that we want to break away from the lifestyle of the Yahud and Nasara in our dressing, in our appearance, in how we go about day-to-day life. We don't want to be following their lifestyle. We have the beautiful Mubarak way of Nabi Kareem Wasallam, His Mubarak Sunnah. That is what we want to follow. So Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala grant us the true love of Nabi Kareem Wasallam, Grant us the tawfiq of following in His Mubarak footsteps. And following His Mubarak Sunnah. And especially on this occasion, taking to heart His plea, His lesson that Sumu Ashura that oppose the way of the Yahud and we apply Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq we apply that lesson in all aspects of life wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu ربنا علمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين 
غیر خزایا ولا نداما ولا مفتونین اللہم ثبتنا علی الایمان و امتنا علی الایمان وحشرنا یوم القیامت مع الایمان یا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا علی دینک یا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا عن اطاعتك اللہم حبب الینا الایمان و زینہ فی قلوبنا و کرہ الینا الکفر والفسوق والعسیان و جعلنا من الراشدین اللہم انا نسألک من خیر ما سألک منہ نبیوک و حبیبک سیدنا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم و نعوذ بک من شر مستعاذک منہ نبیوک و حبیبک سیدنا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم انت المستعان و علیک البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله